The great maritime city of Southampton, once described as the gateway to the world. This place is literally soaked in history, but maybe there's one story that stands out above all the others. On Wednesday, April the 10th, 1912, RMS Titanic, the jewel in the crown of the White Star Line, slipped her moorings just over there and sailed into the history books for all the wrong reasons. Anonymous on the passenger list was a Christian evangelist by the name of John Harper. Titanic was the finest ship the world had ever seen. She took 2,000 men two years to build, but four days into her maiden voyage, she was two miles down on the ocean floor, a thousand miles short of her planned destination. Some of the world's A-listers went down with the ship, having paid the equivalent of 50,000 pounds for the privilege. Most of the first-class passengers stayed at the Southwestern Hotel and then the following morning, a short train ride of just a few hundred yards took them out to the ocean dock where the opulent liner was waiting for them at berth 44. Among the distinguished group was Bruce Ismay, chairman of White Star. Scottish preacher John Harper had accepted an invitation from a church in Chicago to proclaim the life-changing message of Jesus for a few days. He accepted the opportunity of a passage on Titanic's maiden voyage where she was fully expected to smash the transatlantic speed record held by White Star's arch-rival Cunard. While Harper was on board, he spoke freely about Jesus to everyone he encountered, from the first-class restaurants to the third-class cabins. It was said that over a hundred people were converted as a direct result of John Harper's conversations, although most of them never lived to tell the tale. Titanic's construction cost was an eye-watering £175 million. Ironically, the same amount that was allocated as a budget to the blockbuster movie of 1997 that dramatically portrayed her voyage into the ice fields of the North Atlantic. Nowhere more than here was the tragedy felt more deeply. Over a third of the people who perished had Southampton addresses. When the ship struck an iceberg, the officers moved quickly to reassure the first-class passengers. John Harper, who wasn't a first-class passenger, was allocated a place in lifeboat number six, but he refused instead, choosing to remain on the top deck, praying for the terrified passengers and crew. One man angrily refused a conversation with him, to which he responded by giving him his life vest. Maybe Harper felt that his need of it was going to be greater than his. When Titanic went down, 
A thousand or more people were floundering in the freezing waters. John Harper was seen by a number of eyewitnesses swimming from person to person, still sharing the hope of eternal life through Jesus Christ, desperately looking for opportunities to pray with them until he eventually succumbed to hypothermia and disappeared beneath the waves. Four years after the disaster, one of the six people who was plucked from the sea spoke at a survivors meeting in Canada. He recounted a conversation that he'd had with the Scottish preacher as they both clung onto a piece of debris from the ship. He explained how he had accepted the offer of prayer and was probably the last person to see John Harper alive. He ended his emotional speech with these words, with two miles of water beneath us, I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ. I was John Harper's final convert. When Titanic left here, White Star categorized the passengers under three headings, first class, second class, and third class. Five days later, a list was pinned outside their offices, just over there, with the passengers under just two categories, perished and saved. Maybe the names of the Reverend John Harper and many of those who responded to his message belonged on both lists. Certainly they had perished in this life, but because of their faith in Jesus Christ, they were also saved. You may not feel that you're on a sinking ship today, although sometimes life can feel like that, but Jesus still saves today. This prayer is very similar to the one that would have been prayed by many people on the decks of Titanic and in the freezing sea on that dreadful night in April 1912, as they were confronted by the frailty of life on this earth. Make it your prayer today. Lord Jesus, I turn my face to you today as the only one who can save me from the sinking ship of a life without God. I receive the personal salvation you offer me today. Amen.